Welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series, hosted by Dr. Debbie Dyer. This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable. Hello, and welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series for Lung Cancer Awareness Month. My name is Dr. Debbie Dyer, and I'm a thoracic radiologist at National Jewish Health in Denver, Colorado. I'm talking today with Ron Simmons about the patient perspective on myths in lung cancer. And this episode, we're going to be talking about who is at risk of getting lung cancer. And Ron, I would love to get your thoughts on what you would say to people who think they're not at risk for lung cancer because they've never smoked or they're too young. What do you say to those folks? I myself am a lifetime non-smoker. I was an athlete from the time that I was five years old up until, well, until I got too old to play anymore. And just as up through 2015, I was a competitive powerlifter. So smoking was not something that I was going to do. And I, I wasn't the best health-wise person because, of course, some of the sports that I did and participated in definitely took a toll on my body. And as far as being too young, there are a number of people that I know that are much younger than me that have never smoked, that have been diagnosed with various stages of lung cancer. Yeah, the, the myth is only smokers get lung cancer. No, I got lung cancer. I've never smoked. No one in my family ever smoked. I was never around secondhand smoke. It's not, it's not plausible. I got it. I have two lungs. Anyone who has lungs at any age can get lung cancer. And that's the reality. Well, and, and that is so true. Have you found that participating in support groups have helped you at all as far as approaching your recovery? Absolutely, because through the cancer journey, there are multiple phases that a cancer patient will go through. And that first phase of total shock that you've been diagnosed with cancer is it's, it's overwhelming. And in my case, as a man of strong faith, I knew, I knew that I would be okay. So my, my initial reaction was, okay, I'm going to grab my shield, I'm going to grab my sword, and we're going to go to battle, and we're going to take care of this. And that sounds very strong, but I'm also going to be honest with you when I say that I had to have my time alone in a state park near my house to where I had to walk down a trail alone and I had to vent. I had to scream. I had to holler. And I had to say and get it out of my system that it wasn't fair. Almost as soon as I said it wasn't fair, a thought came to me that why not? Other people have had to fight this same fight, go this same journey. Why are you any better than them? 
And I realized that the reason was simple for me because I could. My oncologist told me when I first met with him that I was young, so I gave him a $20 bill. Uh, he told me he told me then that I was strong and I was healthy. And he was going after my treatment very, very hard. It was, it was going to be tough. It was, he was being aggressive with my treatment. And not everyone is like that. So there are so many different phases that we go through in our journey that having that support group around you to help hold you up, whether it's family, friends, other cancer patients along their journey, you, you have to have some people around you to help hold up your walls because there's times that your walls are going to want to crumble. And I recall when I got close to the end of my treatment, my walls began to crumble. I got, I got afraid. I became fearful. And I reached out to a good friend with a, in, in, in a lung cancer organization that I do phone buddy program with because I needed somebody to talk to. Because there's, as I was nearing my journey, I realized I'm not coming into this place every other week. I don't have these wonderful nurses and these people that I'm seeing on a regular basis. When I finish my treatment, I'm going to be all alone. And I realized that even a person like myself who was strong in faith, strong in will, I needed support. So that's part of the reason that I still support others in their, in their journeys. Wow, that is so important. Can you tell me a little more about the Phone Buddy program? The name of the organization is a go-to foundation for lung cancer based there in Washington, D.C. One of the side, of, side benefits of that organization is a Phone Buddy program, whereas if you are diagnosed as a patient, and right now I probably have 11 or 12 of them that I have personally been in contact with, that someone is in, beginning their treatment, they're in the middle of their treatment, and they have questions, they want to talk to somebody on the same journey, there's an individual there at GoTo that will marry them up. They screen them, they check them out, make sure we're not getting some, no, nuthead. Um, <laughs> you know, make sure that they're, you know, that they are in fact in need of a, of a treatment. And we talk and we share. There's been some that I, the conversation might last 15 to 20 minutes. And there was one that I have become very good friends with this lady in your back of the wood, Dr. Deb there in Colorado. We were talking this morning and we, our first conversation was well over three hours. So this, this particular phone buddy program is being actually done by some other cancer organizations, but the go-to program is extremely good. So anyone with lung cancer can reach out to them. You don't have to belong to an organization. All you have to have is lung cancer, and then you will have somebody to connect with. Wow, that is so important. And to be able to share your experience in that regard, and I too am I'm very aware and actually involved with the GoTo Foundation. So I appreciate hearing about your positive experience and support. So thank you, Ron, for sharing your thoughts. I really wish you well today and thank for many much. years to come. <laughs> thank you so much. This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable.